all news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, a truck driver was killed after his truck fell off the San Antonio freeway. Oprah opens her support to a Texas death row inmate. A suspect is in custody in the killing of a New Hampshire couple. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. And Nolan Ryan says he's no longer with the Houston Astros. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The driver of an 18-wheeler is dead after his truck rolled off a downtown highway. Officer Alicia Pruneda says the man was involved in an accident on westbound I-10 near North Frio around 7 this morning before he went off the expressway. He might have lost control striking another vehicle and then maybe hydroplaning and then flipping over the ramp, the vehicle coming to rest in an inverted position. The truck landed under the overpass known as the Fine Silver Curve. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. A sexual assault suspect has been shot and killed by a San Antonio police officer in the city's southwest side. San Antonio Police Chief Wynn McManus says the Lone Star Fugitive Task Force followed the suspect to a Walmart gas station near Southwest Loop 410 and Ray Ellison Boulevard last night and boxed him in. We had a long, had a long rifle with a, a drum magazine. Attached. The SAPD officer, a member of the Lone Star Fugitive Task Force, fired one shot. The suspect died at a hospital. He was being sought in connection with a sexual assault Monday. Police in South Texas are holding the man identified as the driver of a pickup truck belonging to a murdered New Hampshire couple. For now, Adam Williams is charged only with felony theft of the truck and the trailer it was pulling. But Clayburg County Sheriff Richard Kirkpatrick expects more charges to come. We're confident that we will have our case solved in the future. In the meantime, Prosecutor Robert Hubert is learning more about James and Michelle Butler, whose bodies were found buried in a sand dune. We will continue to search for evidence even, uh, even up to the date of the trial. Williams' girlfriend and three-year-old child are still in Mexico, they could be back in Texas this afternoon. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Senior discounts during peak camping season may be on the chopping block under a controversial proposal submitted to the Federal Conservation Agency that wants to privatize the nation's parks. Older recreationalists would have to pay full price to access National Park Service campgrounds like Big Bend or Yosemite during the proposed blackout period or the summer months that run from the end of June to just before the Labor Day weekend. That's according to a proposal submitted last month to the Interior Department. The idea has drawn the ire of advocates for seniors who point out that access to national parks for them has been constrained under the Trump administration. In 2017, the Interior Department increased the cost of a lifetime senior pass from 10 to 80 bucks. The last time the cost of the senior pass increased was back in 1994. Matt Piper, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Breezy and turning colder tonight with rain, even a thunderstorm early at night. Low 39 in the hill country and 44 along the Riverwalk. Plenty and chilly tomorrow. A little rain in the morning. Lingering clouds and drizzle in the afternoon at I-53. Turning partly cloudy and chilly tomorrow night. Low 44. Saturday, partly sunny and milder. High 66. Very cap breezy and colder tonight with rain and even a thunderstorm. Low 39 in outlying areas and 44 in the city. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with their KTSA Stephen Roofing AccuWeather forecast. Spaghetti with bacon. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray, and this is Rach on the radio. This is a rich and cheesy pasta dish bursting with layers of flavor. I started the pan with bacon and shallots and the garlic, and now we're going to add our greens and just wilt these into the pan. So we drain our pasta. We put our hot pasta back into the pot. Fresh ricotta cheese. 
Oh, bacon and shallots and garlic. For this recipe and more food tips, go to rachelrayshow.com. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray. I'm Gail King with Anthony Mason and Tony DeCopo. In 13 days, a lot of people in the country are talking about this. We want you to talk about it, too. On November 20th, Rodney Reed, remember that name, he's scheduled to be executed in Texas. He was convicted of raping and killing 19-year-old Stacy Stites back in 1996. Reed says they were in a consensual relationship, and people have corroborated that story, and he maintains his innocence. In the meantime, her fiancé, a police officer, allegedly confessed to another inmate when he was in prison for an unrelated crime, but he has since retracted that confession. Celebrities and lawmakers have called for the conviction to be overturned, citing this new witness testimony. So far, more than two million people have signed an online petition to stop his execution. I first saw this, this story on Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil had gone to the prison to That's, interview. Yeah, That's I where I first... Yeah. And now I see more and more people are talking about it. But because there is so much conflicting testimony, at the very least, there should be a stay of the execution. Remind me, Oprah, of... of Anthony Ray Hinton, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Mr. Hinton, who spent, which was another book I was on here for talking about. Mr. Spent, Mr. Hinton spent 30 years in uh, on death row for a crime he did not commit. I think at least the governor has to uh, pause and look at the two million people who have signed a petition. That's two million voices saying. Listen to us. Yeah. Something's off here. Something needs to be done. Yeah, so, take governor, the you're watching. Yeah. Hello. I think this is this is a sign you're supposed to at least not execute, but yeah, look at it. Take a, at least take the take, take a, a break and yeah. take a pause. Yeah. Saying in the law, I'd rather let ten guilty people free than exactly. kill one innocent man. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. take a pause. Celebrities so are things, on board. One of the things that Anthony Ray Hinton says in his book, The Sun Does Shine, he actually lists all the people who are on death row, mm -hmm. and so many of them, a great percentage, are on there for something a crime. And a lot of them are committed. people of cover. Uh, oh. A lot of them are people of color, and it's. It's not so much that celebrities are bringing attention to the story, but there are a lot of people who are not celebrities who are saying, like you said, yeah, the two million people listen. who signed that petition. Yes. Are not celebrities. Well, and the evidence itself is very compelling. That's so. right. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pudger, and it's game night for the San Antonio Spurs as they sit at 4-3 and three on the year, looking to snap a two-game losing streak tonight when they welcome the 3-4 and four Thunder into San Antonio. Tip-off is set for 7.30 tonight from the AT&T Center. And remember, Game Night San Antonio helps to get you ready for that game at 6.30 on the Blitz. In other Spurs news, Mayor Ron Nurberg has proclaimed that this Saturday, November the 9th, be Tony Parker Day as the Spurs get ready to retire his jersey on Monday the 11th. Merci, Tony. In college hoops, the Texas A&M Aggies are off to a 1-0 start under new head coach Buzz Williams after a 77-63 win over Northwestern State, led by Savion Flagg's 22 points. Incarnate Word fell in their season opener to the Missouri Tigers 82-42, despite 16 points from Drew Lutz. In the NFL, Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper reportedly underwent an MRI on his knee yesterday afternoon, although head coach Jason Garrett says the Cowboys are optimistic he'll play Sunday night against the Vikings, this according to ESPN's Todd Archer. In Major League Baseball news, the Astros are making some major changes to their organizational structure as Nolan Ryan will no longer be with the team as an executive advisor to Jim Crane. Nolan said in a text message to Fox Houston's Mark Berman, quote, I will not be back with the club and we'll leave it at that, end quote. Bree Bryan, his son, has been moved from president of business operations to executive advisor in business relations. 
while owner Jim Crane's son, Jared, has joined the organization in a leadership role. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. Republicans have wanted to hear what's going on in those closed-door depositions held on the Hill over the last few weeks, and now they and the American public will. Yesterday, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff announced public hearings will begin next week. President Trump is slamming the House Democrats for their public impeachment hearing set to begin next week, calling them fake and declaring the inquiry should not be allowed to proceed. The president writes on Twitter that it was, quote, just explained to him that he will get, quote, no lawyer and no due process. The House voted last week on how the impeachment process would play out. Those rules do provide for the president's lawyers to participate once the inquiry moves to the House Judiciary Committee. Committee, but White House lawyers will not be able to take part in the House Intelligence Committee hearings next week. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Trump aides are taking a hands-off approach to news that former Attorney General Jeff Sessions intends to run for his old Senate seat in Alabama. After he fired Jeff Sessions, the president said his former Attorney General didn't have a clue. Will Mr. Trump now support Sessions in his attempt at a political comeback? Senior aide Kellyanne Conway. The president hasn't said anything about it. I think the president does not want to deny or deprive the people of Alabama their rightful choices. And um, it's a free, free country. People can file. Before his firing last year, Sessions endured months of public scolding by the president. Mr. Trump blamed Sessions for initiating the hiring of special counsel Robert Mueller. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Netflix is letting users skip more than just the intro. The new Seth Meyers comedy special has a skip politics button. With one click, the hour special will cut out seven minutes of political jokes. This is the first stand-up special for the late-night host. It also focuses on family and fatherhood. Two Republican state senators in Oklahoma have written a bill to rename a portion of the world-famous Route 66 Highway in northeastern Oklahoma, the President Donald J. Trump Highway. The bill would rename a roughly 13-mile stretch of Route 66. Senator Nathan Dumb authored the bill. The section that I found actually starts and goes through Commerce, Oklahoma, and ends at Industrial Park. And with President Trump being so big on industry and commerce and jobs, I thought that was kind of a, a good fitting tribute to, to what he's been able to accomplish with that. Dom and his co-author Senator Marty Quinn say no taxpayer money will be used to pay for signage because the Senate and House authors and co-authors will foot the bill for the cost of the signs. The measure has its critics, including state Democrats and those who say such an honor shouldn't come until a president is out of office. I'm Clayton Neville. KTSA Money News. After taking a one-day breather, Wall Street was back to setting new records for the Dow Jones and S&P 500 following positive comments by China's Commerce Ministry on a Phase 1 trade deal. The Dow gained 182 points to 27,674. The Nasdaq rose 23 points to 8434. S&P up 8 points at 3085. Oil rose 80 cents to $57.15. Qualcomm was a big earnings winner, with its stock surging higher on a strong fourth quarter forecast. Initial jobless claims are at their lowest level in a month after falling by 8,000 to 211,000. Jason Brooks, CBS News. Long lost love letters. I'm Deborah Norville with the Inside Edition Inside Report. Two best friends were hunting for antiques when they stumbled upon a stack of love letters. The letters were written between a sailor, Elias Maxwell, who was serving his country, and his girlfriend, Elaine. He was scared and he yeah. just missed his family. He missed everything back home. She always would mention that she wanted to be his wife. It was 1944 and World War II was raging. 
the friends searched for the lover's family, tracking them down in New Jersey. Turns out the late couple married in 1948 and had four kids. The love letters were a window for the children into their parents' lives. So that's a part of my mom I didn't know. From the Inside Edition Newsroom, I'm Deborah Norville. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. It's a day of farewells in northern Mexico for the American families who lost nine members to drug cartel violence Monday. These funerals are taking place in this relatively tiny hamlet of around 300 people in northern Mexico. This has been the home of these breakaway Mormon groups for, for decades and decades. Many people have come from the U.S. to attend the services. These are families and and friends of the victims and Mexican soldiers are providing extra security. That CBS Steve Futterman. The CDC says there there now have been more than 2000 lug injury cases and 39 deaths associated with vaping. The announcement today comes as the e-cigarette maker Juul Labs pulls a popular product from store shelves. Juul Labs announcing it is curbing the sale of mint Juul pods in the U.S. The company's CEO announcing that due to recent studies showing flavored products are preferred and popular among minors who vape. It comes as the Trump administration, along with lawmakers, are considering banning flavored e-cigarettes. Some health advocates are questioning whether that ban will go far enough. Research published this week in JAMA, the Journal of America Medical Association shows the majority of adolescents who use e-cigarettes prefer mint, fruit, and menthol-flavored products. Michelle Franzen, ABC News. Four San Antonio area universities are ranked as being among the nation's best four-year colleges for veterans. The Military Times based its ranking on military enrollment numbers, uh, university culture, supports, academic policies, outcomes, and other criteria. The University of the Incarnate Word ranked 12th. Uh, Texas State University in San Marcos is 26th. Texas A&M San Antonio is 35th, and UTSA is 54th. Five other Texas schools made the list, including UT Arlington, which came in first place. Hostess Twinkies have been a favorite for generations of kids and kids at heart, but one Twinkie in particular has survived through the ages. It started in a chemistry class. We happened to be discussing food additives and different types of food additives and food preservatives. Roger Benatti was a teacher in Blue Hill, Maine. And one of my students just happened to ask me, well, how long would a Twinkie last? They decided to find out 43 years ago. Yes, that Twinkie has survived since the bicentennial under a glass case at the George Stevens Academy. The Twinkie has become much like me. It's older, it's grayer, and it's more flaky. Former student Libby Rosemeyer says its survival is still a mystery. I mean, what's in it that makes it keep its shape? It's a little frightening. Peter King, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. Unlike many rock stars of the late 60s and early 70s, Creedence Clearwater Revival's frontman, John Fogarty, was an Army veteran, so he knew the difference between protesting the war and protesting the men and women who fought in it. I would have arguments with, you know, my peers, young people, and I said, look, you see that guy over there that you're yelling at, you know, stop the war and all that? That guy is 19 years old. He's a kid. He likes all the same stuff you like. He likes the Stones. He likes the Beatles. He probably smokes pot. I mean, you're, you're yelling at the wrong people. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News.
For almost 30 years, people on both sides of the Berlin Wall wanted it to come down. Now there's an effort to preserve it. As part of the series Tearing Down the Wall, CBS News correspondent Bud Mishkin looks at the effort to save the wall. Thousands of artifacts from East Germany and other former Soviet bloc countries can be found in the Venda Museum in Los Angeles. Some 15 years after the Berlin Wall came down, Executive Director Justin Jampol says whole pieces of it were found in construction yards in Germany. Just for the price of getting them over to L.A., we were able to bring them here as now the longest stretch of the Berlin Wall in North America. It's 10 pieces. Most people come all over the world to Berlin to see pieces of the wall, and they don't have enough pieces of the wall, so now they're rebuilding them. They're <laughs> manufacturing them again. This is why we at the Venom Museum, why we do what we do. We want to skip that intermediate step and not have to rebuild it, and we want to preserve history. The Berlin Wall was a canvas on the West Berlin side. Thierry Noir, a Frenchman who moved to Berlin in 1982, is credited with being the first artist to paint the wall in 1984. He saw it as a revolutionary act. I had to stop to explain I'm not a spy from France. I am living here around the corner. And then even if you paint kilos and kilos of colors on the wall, the wall will never be beautiful. After the wall started to come down, Thierry Noir had a chance to paint it on the East Berlin side. That was really something special for me because it was the first time I came to East Berlin and I saw the other part of the city, which was completely different. Justin Jampol says the thousands of seemingly mundane East German items in the Venda Museum in Los Angeles have a greater meaning. We're all curators of our lives. We love things. That's what makes this history so fascinating to me. It's a case study for human behavior. Bud Mishkin, CBS News. KTSA Entertainment. Oprah Winfrey today revealed her second selection of Oprah's book club is Olive Again by Elizabeth Strout. It's a follow-up to Strout's Pulitzer Prize winning novel, Olive Kitteridge, and is in stores now. Following the success of May's All in the Family, The Jeffersons Live in front of a studio audience special, ABC's announced a holiday sequel episode of All in the Family and Good Times. Casting will be announced in the coming weeks. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Brady Bunch star Christopher Knight is 62, workaholic star Adam Devine turns 36, and which singer-songwriter was the inspiration behind Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's Sweet Judy Blue Eyes? That would be Joni Mitchell, who today turns 76. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcasts and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kelty Knight. Two former Twitter employees have been accused of being social media spies for Saudi Arabia. They were arrested this week. ABC's Pierre Thomas explains what they were doing for the Saudi government. Former Twitter employee Ahmad Abu Omo was arrested in Seattle this week, accused of accessing the Twitter profile of a prominent critic of the royal family who has more than one million followers. Another suspect in the case, Ali Al-Zabara, an engineer at Twitter, allegedly accessed the private data of users en masse accused of collecting information on more than 6,000 users, including at least 33 
who were the target of Saudi Arabian law enforcement officials. Saudi Arabia was the country at the center of the assassination of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Khashoggi was a very vocal critic of the Saudi royal family in many of his reports. A suburban year company and seven of its employees stand accused of running a 13-year international fraud scheme that may have endangered members of the U.S. military. Aventura Technologies put national security at risk, the FBI's Bill Sweeney said, by selling Chinese-made security equipment it passed off as made in America. There should be no question in the mind of any American as to the absurdity of doing business, as we allege today, with a PRC-based manufacturer of video surveillance technology with known cybersecurity vulnerabilities. The equipment was sold to Army and Air Force bases and Navy ships. Some of it may still be in use. Authorities seized shipping records so they can track it and remove it. Aaron Katursky, ABC News at the U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn. Researchers at Texas State University are studying the impact of social media on the user. The project involves researchers from the psychology and communications departments who say the results of their study so far reveal that the phenomenon in humans known as generalized anxiety disorder can be triggered by two social media user behaviors. The behaviors are making comparisons of oneself to others on social media who appear to be doing well and making posts on social media while under the influence of alcohol. More than 1,300 adults participated in the study published online at SpotlightOnResearch.com. There's a lot of talk and anger after what a rapper says he does with his daughter to make sure she has stayed celibate. T.I. is facing backlash on social media for this comment. Not only have we had the conversation, (laughs) we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Okay. The rapper's controversial comments were in response to a question about whether he's had the sex talk with his daughters on the podcast Ladies Like Us. He says the doctor checks his 18-year-old daughter's hymen to make sure she's still a virgin. The practice of virginity testing was condemned by the World Health Organization and UN Human Rights last year. His 18-year-old daughter he goes to the doctor with is his oldest of six children. Matt Piper, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Colder weather returning to the area tonight. Breezy with periods of rain. Getting be a thunderstorm early at night. Low 39 at outlying areas. 44 in the city. Cloudy tomorrow and chilly. Rain in the morning. Just spotty drizzle in the afternoon. At high 53. Partial clear and chilly tomorrow night. Low 44. Becoming milder Saturday. Partly sunny. High 66. Recap breezy and colder tonight with periods of rain. Even a thunderstorm. Low 39 in the hill country and 44 along the Riverwalk. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stephen Trufik. Thank you with the forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.